people, they go through life and they get asked so many times, what do you want to do? But they never get asked, how do you want to live? Money influences the, the overall quality of your life. How many people that you just said have that time and money to truly enjoy the quality of their life, but I paid thousands of dollars to get here, so I'm gonna, so I'm gonna keep on doing it, right? Nobody's successful tells you that. Yeah. Right, like if you, if you look at any successful person, no successful person tells you, find what you love and do that for the rest of your life and you'll never work a day. Mm. Adding value to the greater community. And I don't think anyone goes, you know what I wanna do with my life? I wanna clean toilets. <laughs> really, I, I don't. What the unsuccessful people do is say, Joe, you should be comfortable. Yeah. You should like what you do. Jen, you should, you should love what you do. You like Spanish? You should, you should translate for people. And comfort is the complete opposite of success. We get so comfortable and stuck in our comfort zones that we never really see true success. And but, like, you shouldn't be comparing somebody else's, your life to somebody's highlight reel, right? Because if you're watching people on Instagram or all these different places, they're not gonna show the stuff times. They but, literally call them reels, by yeah, the way. <laughs> the, the, the reality is, is like, the suck is what got you from one happy Snapchat to the next. I think it's important to know that when you're looking at Instagram Reels, they spell it R-E-E-L-S, not R-E-A-L-S. <laughs> Whoa, that's right? good, man. So, like where the rubber meets the road, are you gonna put yourself in an uncomfortable situation and so that you can have potential gains or are you gonna sit there in neutral and cope? Hey everybody, what's up? My name is Joe Santamarina and welcome to the Next Level Podcast. We're here in my living room, in our living room in Greenville, South Carolina, and uh, we're excited to share. I want to kick it over to some of my co-hosts. Uh, first is my awesome wife, Jen. Hi everybody. My name is Jen. I have a background in sales and entrepreneurship and just business in general. And my awesome co-host, Andrew, as well. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Andrew Smith. Uh, I have a background in the military. Uh, by degree, I have game design and business as well because um, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do when I was a kid. Um, and <laughs> Can yeah, any of us? <laughs> uh, exactly. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's good to be here with you guys. Awesome. And, 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 for, me, and for me, I have a background in the software industry. I've done everything from customer support to project management and product management. And now I'm the general manager. Uh, for a um, an app uh, designed for trucking uh, in the trucking industry. All up um, that IT ladder right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. And so uh, also been an entrepreneur for a little over a decade and um, really love it. And, you know, our we, we decided to create this podcast, the Next Level Podcast, um, really for, for a, a, a big purpose. Uh, our Next Level community has been in existence for a little over a decade now. And our really mission in that community has been to really empower people to step into the world of entrepreneurship and really get their first uh, stab, their first take, their first experience running their own business and being able to lean on an organization and an association of mentors and coaches and peers um, to really, you know, step towards financial freedom and financial independence. And we just felt like while we were adding tremendous value to the people that were within our community that, you know, uh, were selected and vetted, you know, we could do so much more by adding value to the greater community and people on YouTube or listen to us on a podcast. And so that's really kind of why we decided to do this. And uh, we kind of had a spur of the moment idea and we said, hey, let's let's buy a bunch of podcast equipment and set up in our living room and uh, and do it. And so here we are. 
for our very first topic, uh, we uh, I asked Andrew. I said, "Hey, you know, what do you guys want? What do you want to talk about today?" And uh, he said, "Let's talk about Mondays because today is a Monday, and so uh, that's going to be kind of our topic. We're just going to kind of kick it around and keep it casual, and uh, we're excited to, uh, to share with y'all." So Mondays really have a huge negative downturn. Like people hate Mondays in the nine to five, and I find it very fascinating. Like, have you ever talked to somebody where they're just like? Ugh, it's Monday. And you're like, oh my God, you hate your life. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Looks like somebody has a case of the Mondays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like, there's so many different sayings around how Monday is the worst day of the week. And I'm mm. like, oh man, this, like, and I don't feel like the three of us ever felt that way. Like, we, we've always Oh, we've been... certainly felt that way. <laughs> well, but I, I don't feel like we've felt that way to the max that most people feel it. Because a lot of people are just stuck in this, like, circle and this rut that they're never going to get out of and that's the part that they hate about monday they like work all the way to the week just to get that taste of freedom and then you know it's gone and they've got to do it all over again Why, why do you think it's so why do you think it's such a struggle for people like why do you feel like when they wake up on Monday, or the, or heck, it really starts Sunday night, right? Like, yeah, they talk about the Sunday, yeah, Sunday scaries. Night, right? That's like a legit thing that people are like have and suffer from. <laughs> like, what do you? Th- I mean, I know you spent time in the military, and like, so sometimes there wasn't really a Monday, right? Like, just kind of blood like together. Three sometimes. months of a Monday. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, why do you think people experience that? Like, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think for one, a lot of people just have no vision for where they want to take their life. So. When it gets to Monday, they're like thinking, here's another 40 years of this. And every Monday is just Rough. one step closer, one week closer to another 40 years or another 39 years and 51 months or oh, 51 weeks. I ha- Do you remember that guy that you used to work with that literally counted down the days to oh, retirement yeah. and Ugh. there was literally thousands of days, working days left? Yeah, he'd show up in my Come office in. one day and he'd be like, 3,456 to go. And I was like, no, what does that what? mean? I was like, it was last when I retired. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is not a big dream. <laughs> you know, I think, I think though, like, if you think about it, right, like anytime you go to start anything, like, you know, like we went on a run today and like yeah. right before we went on the run, like there was resistance, right? And so I think that's, yeah. that plays into part of it, right, is like, you know, most people have this very structured life where they, they typically work Monday through Friday. And so, or or maybe they don't work Monday through Friday. They work on some split schedule, but there's still like a day that starts their work week. Yeah. And, and because they come off of a place of being truly entrenched in their life into a place of, well, now I have to like leave my life and, and go do something else that supports my life. It like creates this resistance like, oh man, like I got to go do this thing again. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I think the other thing is too, like by the time Monday comes, they realize that errands took up their whole weekend and That's the life so that they true. actually wanted to live never got to happen. And now they're right back at it and working and they got another six or five to six days of doing this again. Yeah. It's, it's really crazy. But I also think like you said that those people, like a lot of people get really down and out because of that, because they don't have a vision and they don't know where they're going. And also, there's not a sense of ownership. Like, when you just show up to work, like, there's nothing wrong with having a career. But I just feel like when you show up to work and you don't have any stake in the game, it's not your company. Like, there's there's just something there that there's a spark that's missing. There's, like, a lack of enthusiasm because you realize that I don't really pay that big of a say here. Yeah, I think I was talking to Andrew earlier, like... I feel like sometimes we've been we've been taught and ingrained that 
we will find the thing <laughs> that will like make us excited to wake up on Monday. Yeah. And but we also simultaneously know that many many people don't ever find that thing. Yeah. And so it's like we're always chasing this like mythical unicorn of someday I will find the thing that I'm passionate about. That makes me truly happy. That makes me truly happy, right? And and like I don't know, like I feel like we were just maybe wired differently or something like that, Jen, where it's like, you know, I didn't necessarily find tremendous fulfillment in my work, but I understood that a certain level of commitment and passion was going to be required so that it could support the life that I wanted to live. Right? Yeah, for sure. We and I feel it. like if most people like if they were truly creating the type of financial progress that they wanted to make or if they're, you know, we don't, we talk, we'll probably talk a lot about finances on this podcast because it's such a big part of our life, right? Like, yeah. Let me I go love to the grocery talking store. about finances and I know it's like taboo for most people, but I love talking about money mm-hmm. and I love watching people squirm when they don't want to talk right? about money. Like when, when you, when you and your family, when you guys go to like Publix, the local grocery store, like they ask you to pay, pay with money, right? Surprisingly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, can, dude, can you take my hug? Our kid tried to like Uno reverse somebody when they asked for payment <laughs> oh, one that time. That was awesome. And I thought that was hilarious because it was so clever, but they still wanted cash. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I could pay with hugs, I'd be a billionaire for sure. Right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but so like, you know, so I feel like if, if people, you know, so mo- money influences the, the qua- overall quality of your life. In terms of, you know, the types of food that you can eat, the types of places that you can go, the types of experiences that you can have, um, uh, the amount that you can give to others, right? Uh, And so it really, it it has such a big influence on our life and the overall quality of our life that, and and what's interesting is that like work is tied into that. And so Mm -hmm. Mondays are directly correlated to money and directly correlated to the quality of our life. And I feel like if, if you, if for people that I've met that, have the right have the quality of life that they're looking for in terms of the balance between uh, the income that they're making and the time that they make available for their families. Those people tend to not dread Mondays all that much. You know yeah. what I mean? And so yeah. the question is like, how does people? How do people start to get there? Right? Because but that those those people are few and far between. Let's yeah. be honest, Joe. Like you could be. You know, we've we've had so many mentors along the way that have made really good incomes. Like as you've climbed the corporate ladder, you've gotten more and more, you know, involved in your career. That requires way more time, and not just time at the job, but your thought process after you clock out. Your brain is still churning on that. So, how many people that you just said have that? time and money to truly enjoy the quality of their life, I feel like is limited. And mm-hmm. um, especially when you're an employee or when you're yeah. self-employed, a hundred percent that's gone because you're lacking time. You have ownership. So you're having more control of your money, but you, uh, if you stop working, you stop making money. So that's one side is the time side. And then the money side is like, okay, so maybe you don't work that job that's extremely strenuous or demands a lot of you and you can clock in and clock out. But my guess is if you can leave it all at work and there and and it's not that difficult and it's not on your mind and it's not making you churn like that, they probably don't pay you that much. Yeah. I'm just that's what I've found or, in corporate America. Or it bores you, right? Yeah. Like it, for me, like if I go to work and it's not something that challenges me, I am bored at work all day. Right. And so the money really wouldn't even matter. I would just be super bored to be there. I'd have no motivation to perform at all. And I think honestly to go, you know, kind of back to, we've had numerous conversations. We've known each other for years and, you know, we had that one conversation where we're like, I think a lot of people, they go through life and they get asked so many times, what do you want to do? 
but they never get asked, how do you want to live? And mm. so you get so wrapped around, oh, what do I want to do with my life? What do I want to do with my life? That you never actually experience life at all because the the way that you want to live is not conducive for the money that you're making with what you want to do, right? Yeah. And so, you know, I heard it said this way once before, right? Like, you're asking 18-year-old boys, what do you want to <laughs> do when you get older? Like, they're full bags of testosterone. I want to drive fast cars and date women. Like, can you get paid to I do that? chicken wings. <laughs> I chicken wings, right? Like, you can't? Then, okay, well, I'll probably be broke then, right? Like, that's, that's a, a real issue, I think, that scholastically we're not tackling at all. We're just mm. being told you know follow go go to school get good grades get a good education and get a good job and we all know how that how that turns out but yeah. i think that, that that's why the three of us are so passionate about entrepreneurship to be yeah. honest because what you we just hit on the either your time you know poor you're lacking the time you want for your family or for yourself you're either not making the money that you want or you're not passionate or challenged the way that you want to be at your job and so all of those three things the three of us have like really started to feel and started to feel accomplished in, in entrepreneurship. And that's why at Next Level, we're so promoters of just trying, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, and getting your, your introduction into the world of business ownership because you can have all three there. You don't have to trade one for the other. You're not having to sacrifice anything like that. It's, you've got it, right? But I don't know a lot of physicians that can say that. Like, oh, I've got the time and the money. Like, maybe there might be a few, but most of them don't, Right. Um, or I, I, you know, I'm passionate about this. I know some people in the medical field that are done. They've yeah. just been drained and they're, they're like, I don't even like what I do anymore, but I paid thousands of dollars to get here. <laughs> so I'm going to so do keep on doing it. Right. So it's so interesting, but that's why the three of us are so passionate about business yeah. ownership. Absolutely. I want to go back to something that you said, Andrew, you know, you talked about most people were asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. Mm -hmm. uh, like so often we, we go to our children, Hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? You said you said it something else. You said, "How do you want to live?" Is that what yes. it was? So, like, what does that mean? Like, what's the difference between what do you want to be and how do you want to live? Yeah, I think that's that's a great follow up question, by the way. Um, but for for instance, my first step into entrepreneurship, or my first view on what entrepreneurship looked like, was my dad. He owned a cleaning company from when I was, you know, knee high to a grasshopper, as small as they get, right? And I saw it from the baby stages of we had one account to the, the Titan it is today with you know, 80, 90 accounts that it is. And I helped largely in the growth of that. And it's a cleaning organization, right? I don't think anyone goes, you know what I want to do with my life? I want to clean toilets. <laughs> really? I, I don't think that that's like, you know, you're sitting now with your career counselor and he goes, hey, Andrew, we're about, we're about to go into school here. And this is a list of things based on your grades that you can do. Like, what do you think you want to do? And I'm like, you know what? I want to clean toilets for the rest of oh my life. Oh, like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome. That's I what clean. I want to do. That's awesome. And that's so, it. you know, I saw that. I saw what my dad did was not super enjoyable. What mm. I did from a very young age was not enjoyable. But I'll tell you what, the lifestyle that we had growing up, because my dad was able to walk away from his job whenever he wanted because he owned the company. We were able to take vacations whenever we wanted. When everyone else is in school, we're, you know, flying somewhere to have a family vacation for That's a week awesome. or two weeks. Or if we really liked a place and you want to stay an extra week, guess what? There's nobody on the other end of the phone mm. calling my dad like, hey, you got to come back and work this. So yeah. I always knew that entrepreneurship was kind of like the way that I wanted to go because the outcome to me was more important than the pathway to get there, mm. right? And so 
I strive very hard to have that conversation with as many people as I can. Like the, the path to get there may suck sometimes, right? Everybody's going to have a case of the Mondays, sometimes on a, a Saturday, <laughs> right? Like it's just going to be that way sometimes. Yeah. But knowing that the outcome of what you're doing is worthwhile is what makes that pursuit worth it, right? Not enjoying the road, right? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I feel like, you know, we're, we're taught so often, you know, oh, well, you know, when you find the thing, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. And like, you know, I just, I've just seen too many Kobe Bryant, you know, YouTube videos that, that is totally to the contrary. You know, yeah. like the dude absolutely obsessed and loved basketball, but he also worked. Yeah. At basketball. Nobody successful tells you that. Yeah. Right? Like if you, if you look at any successful person, no successful person tells you find what you love and do that for the rest of your life and you'll never work a day. Mm. Nobody successful tells you that. They'll tell you, guess what? It's going to be hard work. You're going to work every day of your life for a couple of years to build something great for yourself. And then maybe if, if, you're, if you're blessed and you work hard enough and you help enough people, then on the other side of it, you will be blessed in return with mm. a big enough organization to help you, right? That's what successful people do. What the unsuccessful people do is say, Joe, you should be comfortable. Yeah. You should like what you do. Jen, you should, you should love what you do. You like Spanish? You should, you should translate for people. You should work for New York State. That's a comfortable job. Mm. And comfort is the complete opposite of success. We get so comfortable and stuck in our comfort zones that we never really see true success. And those are the people that are telling us what we should do with our life. Mm. So I think you hit on something. I want to I wanna ask Jen this question is that, you know, I think what you hit on is right. Like that with the comfort zone, really what, what that what it materializes in, in us as everyday people, right, is it's pain, right? Mm. It's. Uh, in order to accomplish something, like I'm already so busy, you know, my kids are running around or I've got a ton on my plate, like to do more, to accomplish more, it's going to be painful. I'm going to have to experience pain. Um, but on the, but you also talked about, you know, this concept of lifestyle, like, hmm. you know, what you're looking for is lifestyle. And so Jen, I was hoping you maybe could talk a little bit about that. Like, how do you balance pain and lifestyle, like your your look, because especially like in today's day and age, like we live in the Instagram, light TikTok lifestyle age where everyone wants to promote what I like to call the highlights yeah. of their lifestyle, but not necessarily show some of the struggles and the pain that they have to go through in order to create that. And so maybe you can talk a little bit about that. So some of the people that might be listening to this or hearing this one day or seeing this one day, like can understand that like it's not all highlights all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, it. I think I heard somebody say that like you shouldn't be comparing somebody else's your life to somebody's highlight reel, yeah. right? Because if you're watching people on Instagram or all these different places, they're not going to show the suck times. They but, literally call them reels. By yeah, the, way. <laughs> but the, the the reality is is like the suck is what got you from one happy snapshot to the next. Yeah, and if you don't go through that, then a you're you're robbing yourself of the growth opportunity. And B, you're probably not on the path to try to succeed because that's that's the way it goes, right? Not even just in entrepreneurship, but in anything that you do, right? I played basketball. Well, mm. if you don't go to the gym and if you don't literally rip your muscles, you're not getting stronger. Mm. That sucks. And no one is like, yeah. I mean, there's some people that are like, yeah, I want to go just get ripped right now. But like, <laughs> and the reality of it is like most people are like, damn it, I should go to the gym. I don't want to, but I know I should. Mm. Uh, and then it's like where the rubber meets the road. Are you going to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation and so that you can have potential gains or are you going to sit there in neutral and coast? Yeah, It's literally your choice. And I don't know. 
for me, I also think that putting yourself in neutral is why people say find something that you love because yeah. they just want to coast. Let the world push them around. Yeah, I and I don't, but I don't think at the end of their life if they're truly, truly happy because I, I feel like, okay, if you get to the end and you're like, man, I could have done way more, there's going to be some big regret. I think the, the scary part is when everyone meets their creator someday, right? You're going to be face-to-face. I think God's going to be up there and he's going to start listing off these attributes, right? Leader of leaders, save this many people, you know, help this many people get a, a successful marriage, save this many people's kids. And then you're going to be like, that ain't me. That ain't my life. And he's going to be like, no, but that's who you could have been. Mm. And so like for me, I just don't want that to be the script that's read off. I want the script that he's reading at the end of who I could have been to be who I am. Right. And so I think it's important to note that when you're looking at Instagram reels, they spell it R-E-E-L-S, not R-E-A-L-S. <laughs> Whoa, that's right? good, man. And so the thing is, like, that's legit. That's literally what it is. Like, all of that is fake to keep you staying as comfortable as you possibly can so more people out there can take. And, you know, I, I enjoy Next Level, and the, the reason why we're as close of friends as we are today is because... You guys and, and the work through Next Level has done so much for my wife, Krista, and I, and we feel like it's our duty at this point to give back to other people, help them do the same thing. And that because we stand for that, it's it's going to be something that is is a worldwide success, I have no doubt. So mm, That makes so. sense. Yeah, I was just, you know, kind of dovetailing off that. I was kind of thinking about like, man... And we started this conversation on Mondays and, and here we are, but it's kind of all interrelated, right? And so maybe, you know, one of the things we can talk about is like, well, well how, how can we reframe Mondays, right? Mm. How can we take them from something that's, you know, negatives oftentimes and, and you know, oftentimes depressing and, and look at it another way? And so, you know, I think one of the things that I've always thought about is like looking at it opportunistically, right? It is, it is the start of a brand new week. And so what can I do differently this week that can make it not the same as next week of, of last week if last if I didn't like last week? And if I liked last week, well then how can I do more of what I did last week this week? And and Monday kind of sets it up, right? It sets the stage. And so, you know, trying to, you know, maybe maybe build successful habits, you know, <coughs> you know, positive, uplifting habits on Mondays is a really great way to kind of reshape it and reframe it. Yeah, I think I think when you were saying how can we reshape it, the upward opportunity popped in my head too, right? Mm. But, and I think it's also it's an opportunity, but they say that happiness is the pursuit of a worthwhile dream or goal. Yeah, it does good. not say the arrival, the results. It's the pursuit, which means that we have to be on the road taking action, moving towards something that we want to get out of life. And so I think it starts the opportunity has to start with the mind frame, like the mindset of like, what do you want? Yeah. What is it that you're looking to pursue? What is that opportunity you want for your life? Um, because if there is no why, which we all know, then there is no reason. Yeah. Right. And so I think the biggest thing I would ask of people listening to this is that if you're like dreading Mondays or if Mondays are like completely suck for you, like, have you like taken a second to think about what is it that you truly want out of life? Yeah. And have you like really written it down because things that you commit to paper have a way of coming to life and the mm-hmm. things that you just leave in your mind have a way of going in and out just as fast as they came. Right. And so 
like, what do you really want? Is it more money? Is it more time? Is it more influence with your kids? Is it a better marriage? Like, it doesn't even have to be about business ownership or entrepreneurship, but like, what is it? And then how are you going to get it? Right. Yeah. And if, if you don't know how to get it, okay, well, if there are there people around me that can help or are there people I can reach out to that could potentially help? Um, because everybody has to have a dream, right? Cause mm. a man without a vision is dead. Yeah. Right. And, or, or a woman, a woman without a vision is dead. It means we're not going anywhere because we have nothing that we're pursuing after. Yeah. That's great. I, th- I think the, the cool part, to basically everything you just said right is the maybe it's not entrepreneurship right like for some people maybe it's not entrepreneurship for us it is right for us we've we've found some success in entrepreneurship and i think the real reason we found success in entrepreneurship is the people that we associate with Mm. right so because you are surrounded by other successful entrepreneurs or people with a like-minded goal or vision for their lives it's very easy to stay committed to your goal, right? Like when you and I have a conversation, I'm telling you what my newest goals and dreams are for my life and you're telling me the same, right? Like people want something to attribute their life to, something to hang their head on. And I think that having joy in your job is different than being comfortable in your job, Ooh, right? That's good. Like yeah. you can like you can go to work and be happy and be mm-hmm. joyful and find and, joy. and find joy in your in your current situation or you can go there and be comfortable. And I don't think that those two are, are related. I think in most scenarios, they're completely polar opposites of related, right? Like in order for you to really feel successful and fulfilled in your job and in your position or outside your job and your position, if entrepreneurship is your thing, right? Like, because you should feel that, you know, for me, it was like the first job, that's it. I, job ain't it for me, right? J-O-B for me is journey of the broke. Oh man. Like, you know, for me. I like that, that one. That's I, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> that's the way that I think, right? So if if that's your mindset, then getting in touch with somebody who is in entrepreneurship and asking them to coach and mentor you through it is the way to go, right? Andrew, right. we used a journey of, of, of the broke. Like, honestly, it just brought back like a scary setting for me of why I hated Mondays. Like, mm. I used to work at New York State and, and I was in a department and it was just solar, like it was like artificial lighting and um not a lot of windows and a cubicle farm for miles and people were grumpy and rude and didn't want to be there and did the little amount of work possible and just not the atmosphere and then you see everybody's kids plastered on their cubicle walls but they're not spending time with them and it's just depressing and there's just sheet cake every other day for someone's birthday but no one really cares and it was bad and Mm. i'm just like you know what this is why for me when you said the first job just this ain't it it wasn't right for me either i was like this cannot be it i cannot stay here because i i was not you know i was a, didn't find joy, and B, it was not challenging me to be better at all. Like, for, I need Starbucks employees, Dunkin' Donuts employees, I need doctors, I need lawyers, right? So yeah. I don't want to down anybody, but for me, that ain't it, right? And, like, I feel that God did not put us on the earth to be cultivated in a cubicle farm or cultivated in an educational farm, and we all are copy-paste versions of the previous person that came before us. Our parents do a very good job teaching us for what they know, but a lot of the times what they know isn't conducive for the world that we're now growing up in, right? Mm. They're teaching you a generation ago's best practices. The reason why 
Jen, you, Joe, and myself, we all heard go to school, get good grades, get a good education, and you'll get a good job is because 20 to 30 years ago, that's exactly what happened. You went to school, you got a good education, and you could step right into a job. That's not how it is now. 90%, 80% of, of school students are either underemployed or unemployed. Like that is an insane amount. You just went to school, you spent all this money, you can't get a job or you're working a job in a area that is not in your career field, right? I do not design games for a living. And right. so that's, mm. you know, just something I went to school for. I'm, I'm, I'm building a business, so I'll give school that one, okay? It does did do a little bit of business management and entrepreneurship, so I'll give them those. But for the rest of my degree program, like, it's a waste. It's a piece of paper that can hang on my wall, and that's all it's good for. Might as well use it to light a fire and at least stay warm. <laughs> just like, um, it's a little chilly out here. And yeah, I'm just light my degree on fire. <laughs> Honey, yeah. get the wood. No, never mind. Use your degree. <laughs> I got my degree. Let me just break in case of emergency right, right. there. And, you know, and I think, you know, just kind of, you know, as we look towards wrapping this up, you know, I, I don't think, you know, as as individuals or as, as a collective, like, that we're totally against, you know, having a job. It's mm-hmm. It's really more, it's a little bit more deep than that. I think it's really more geared towards, you know, do, do you know why you're here? Yeah. And, and and do you have something that's driving you that that you that you feel purpose in your life, right? That you feel, you know, something. And and again, not that it's. I think where our belief system lies is that that's not necessarily in the way that you make money. Sure. Um, no. Is that you could you can be working just like Andrew said before. You can have, you can find joy in your job. But it's not the reason that you go there, right? Well, you don't go there for just for the job. You go there because it provides a certain income and finances that supports your family and allows you to coach your daughter's basketball team. I, yeah, I was just going to say, though, I think it's the proportion of time that is spent. And I think yeah. that's what of the three of us are like fundamentally opposed to is like I do find some joy in my job. However... Mm-hmm. I also find joy in my children mm. and I don't meet a lot of families that spend 40 hours a week with their kids. And I just think that it should be a little bit more balanced with the things that I find joy in in life and I want to pursue hard. Um, and, and some of them are with my faith. Some of them are impacting other people. I just, we all have a finite amount of time and I don't think that for 60 years I'm supposed to just trade it away yeah. and have it my all-consuming purpose be this title, this thing that I worked for, like this, or this company I worked for. I just, I don't believe in that. There was this, there was this story, right, of this young kid, first job out of high school, he's fired up, getting into the, into the work field, right? He's like, oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna start my first job. This is how I'm gonna be successful in life. And so he's working his heart out, really hard worker. And the owner shows up one day and he's driving a Ferrari, bright red, beautiful Ferrari. Those of you who don't know what a Ferrari is, 100% look it up. You'll know what I'm talking about. And this kid is like, wow, that's amazing. That's what I want to do. So he walks up to the owner and he goes, I love your car. Your car is amazing. And the owner looking straight in the eye and says, I'll tell you what, son. If you work hard, you come here every day, you keep your head down, you do what you're supposed to, and you keep working for 20, 30 years, I'll buy myself another one. Oh, no. And I said, <laughs> that's exactly what I don't want to happen to me, right? Like, And people might hear this and be like, those goddamn capitalists, of course they would buy themselves a new car. But yeah. that's not the message of it. The message of it was the owner was trying to tell the guy, the kid, hey, 
If you keep working for me, you will never be able to have ownership. If you don't have ownership, you don't have control of money. And if you can't figure out a way to duplicate yourself, you won't be able to have control of time. And those are the two material things we need in this world to produce the things we want, time and money, right? And so he wasn't just being like, oh, we'll work like a dog forever. He was actually teaching the kid a lesson. lesson. You need to do something for yourself in my opinion. Absolutely. As we close down our, our very first podcast, you know, uh, I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, our name, you know, Next Level, like mm-hmm. where, where we came up with it. You know, for us, it, it literally was exactly that. It was, hey, we, we know where we're at or we, we figured out, okay, we're, we're at a place and we want to go to the next level. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we plan on having a variety of different conversations today. You know, we talked a lot about the workplace. We talked a lot about finances and a variety of different things. And and that'll probably be a big theme that we talk about a, a good a good amount because yeah. it's something that we're all very passionate about. Um, but I also see us talking about all different kinds of things. You know, um, I anticipate we'll talk a little bit about, you know, what, you know, time management and, and, yeah. and some of the myths uh, and, and there and, and how to, you know, navigate that, you know, talk about boundaries, uh, maybe talk a little bit about our boundaries spiritual walks, uh, yeah. talking about um, really just all different topics of life, you know, family life, yeah. you know, I've got, you know, it was at one point we want to have kind of a uh, hashtag mom life conversation and a hashtag dad life conversation. Yeah, that's um, real. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's just real life, you know what I mean? Um, and, and, and really just talking to just success principles and, and how do you take different areas of your life to the next level. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a wrap. Any, but you guys got closing comments, Jen? Yeah, if you're dreading that Monday, spend some time thinking about why and what you want, right? Yeah. Find your why. Yeah, I mean, we can recommend books all day on this podcast. That's probably something we do a lot. There's a, a book by Simon Sinek called Start With Why. Mm-hmm. And if you've not read that book yet, I'd recommend picking it up figuring out what your why is put the link right down in the description yeah you check that book out um we're not affiliated with simon Sinek. i'll say that but we are you know, not still uh so i would check him out I, I, right uh disclaimer 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 um but yeah <laughs> check that out um he's he's a great dude i listened to a lot of his stuff and just that was one of the things that really helped me out is like Figuring out why I want to do what I want to do, not necessarily what I want to or do. Or why you want to do something different and take it yeah. to the next level because yeah. maybe because where you're at right now, if you're feeling that way, it's trying to inform you, right? Yeah. Which we could do a whole podcast on how emotions inform us, yes. right? We oh, all could that do that. Would definitely be a podcast. Your emotions <laughs> may be informing you that it's time to go to a next level in an area of your life. That's true. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon on the Next Level Podcast.